Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast, From the Rough, live from the DSP Media Studios in North Dallas and luxurious North Dallas. I'm Indy Tim. I'm joined by PGA of America member John Gerber. I almost forgot your last name. I haven't been here for so long. I, I, you forgot me in general, I promise you. I know. <laughs> and, of course, uh, DFW's most infamous radio slash television personality, Mr. Brady Tinker. Hello, boys. Afternoon, Tim. How Afternoon. are you? Gerbs. Well. It's you, uh, good to have you back in town. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get out of Tampa, but it's good to be back. That's for sure. I wouldn't know. I've never been. I haven't well, been invited know, yet. I don't think they're going to let you. Listen, I figured this out already. There's a couple things going to happen in Tampa. You'll never be able to go there. <laughs> I don't like it already. Gerbs has already seen to that. Yeah. I, 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 hey, I, how is Tampa hot versus Dallas hot? It's not close. It's it, Dallas is way hotter. And it's... It, it, People think it's so humid, right? It's not even that humid in Tampa. You get a nice little ocean breeze, right. but it doesn't get above 95 degrees, okay. right? But and it's, you get a nice ocean breeze. It's not like the 120 you had here. I mean, I haven't played golf all summer just because of the I heat. Know. And I was there, and I played three times, and I was fine. I had I had no issues at all. So it's it's much more enjoyable. For so me. that perceived five degrees is actually here more like 15 to 20 degrees. Oh, yeah. On oh, you, oh, on, yeah. Your, on your body. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. just too much, and it's – it, there's still humidity here. People don't think that, mm-hmm. oh, you know, Dallas isn't humid. It's dry. It's not dry heat here. No, Trust no. Me. no Trust it's not. This is not Arizona or Vegas. Trust me, it's, it's not. not. So, no. yeah, it was a little easier on the body playing in Tampa than it was here for sure. All right. Well, very good. Tampa and Dallas is not where the golf was happening, boys. Nope. Uh, as we had the end of the season tour championship, the very last in the, what do they call it, the season-long race to the FedEx Cup. I always wanted exactly. to say that on the air. Yeah. You did it great. Yeah. I always yeah. wanted to say that on Seemed the air. Seemed like an audition. Yeah. Tell the part where you said I'd always wanted to say that on the air. <laughs> well, there's yeah. a probably another place you're not going to be at think, is the PGA Tour. At think, Tampa, uh, the PGA Tour, you're not going to be at. I think Jim Nance is worried about his job right now after hearing that. Nope. Uh, you're probably right. Um, so not a huge show, not a lot to talk about, but we do have to uh, put a close on the 20, what are they calling this, the 2021, 2022? Wrap around. PGA reach around. What? Next show. Uh, <laughs> it was a great <laughs> yeah. FedEx Cup season. Yeah, it was. It really was. Yeah, it was. There are so many really good players on this tour that it's unbelievable. Yeah, and I think it, a little bit of a fate. I'd like to see Zala Torres get in there just because he was leading, you know, the FedEx Cup after his win. Yep. But, you know, uh, it, it still didn't take away from some of the great drama that happened. Uh, Roy's come back, and even the events before the whole the whole three event series was was really good in I my completely opinion. Completely agree. Competitive golf, and I really enjoyed it. Let's talk about Will Zalatoris real quick, since Brady brought him up. You know, he missed the last two events in the playoffs. Is this something that's going to linger around for a while, or do you think he was just trying to get ready for next year? I mean, those are those are big tournaments to miss at the end of the season. He's obviously. having sur- he's had surgery, yeah, right. so obviously he's not going to play the uh, Presidents Cup, right? So he's had surgery. So, uh, you know, who knows if it was a lingering issue and it just kind of flared up. But I think he's kind of he, – he didn't have a choice but to have this surgery. I think it's probably lingering for a long time, and it just came to the point of, like, man, I just can't go. No, I, I don't think there's any way he would have sat out a swing if he, if he didn't have right, to. Right, right. He's 20-something. This is what he wanted to do. He finally got a win. Everyone – you know, he's probably gone through a little of the Tom Watson thing. Remember in the day when Tom Watson's not going to win? He can't win. Yeah. Right? And all of a sudden, he, he won. Yeah, and he won and a And he bunch. starts to win, and he won a bunch. And I have a feeling, don't you, that Zalatoris is going to win a bunch. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's it's like I said, we talked about this before, the Scotty Scheffler thing. You know, you open that – sometimes you open that, that door and the water comes in. Yeah. It doesn't come in a little bit. It usually comes in a lot, right? Yeah. And you have that confidence to continue to go forward. And, and, and knowing you can win is a big And more thing. so in the last, what, five years, John, where all of a sudden these guys just have absolutely no fear. I mean, you, you know, you're a little younger than I am. I grew up in the 70s and the 80s, and a young guy would come up and they'd be like, you'll learn, yeah. right? They'd, they'd yeah. look yeah. at him, you'll yeah. learn. You'll learn to respect and to sit over there yeah. and whatever. They, they don't learn anything. Well, they played college golf. The right? systems are better. Junior golf, college golf, everything is better. The training's better. The mental training is better. And I think that's a big 
issue that people don't um, – a big thing that people don't talk about a lot is the mental training these guys get and going to the IMG academies and being around the PGA Tour guys all the time, you know, at the IMG academies and seeing these guys and playing PGA Tour events when they're young. Like a Justin Thomas playing it in, in a Jordan Spieth playing at 14, 15 years old and having some, some success making the cut, right? That only breeds confidence when you're that young. I mean, Jordan Spieth finished – eighth in the Byron Nelson at 16 years old. Well, not to mention now, being able to put numbers to everything, yeah. right? If you're coaching Jordan Spieth when he was 14 years old, and they probably weren't doing this, but they are now, and you put him on the, the machines, and you say, okay, the ball speed was this, and it was this. That's the same as Justin Thomas, who just walked out of here. Yeah. Then your brain says, I'm, I'm hitting it the same. I'm spinning it the same. I can move it left to right, right, right. to left. I can do whatever else can do. These machines told me. Yep. Where when in the 80s, you're like, Looks like I'm doing what he's doing, but I'm probably not doing what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. You, know? and you couldn't compare them, right? You just you could visually see them, but there was no cameras and right. didn't do anything like that. You said, "Oh, I hit it good and feels pretty good and right. I score okay." But even even that point, and, and to go not to really get off topic is is these guys are so specific on their practice, right? They so they they're they have guys that do their analytics for them, believe it or not, and they know how specific they are in their training and their practice. Even comes to the point, even with their physical ability, like how fatigued are you? They wear those root uh, loop bands or whatever. It tells you how fatigued you are, and every body part that says, "Hey, you know, over four round." This is then they go back and go to their lab, and that's what they work on. Like they work on their body, and if their body's okay, they'll go work on short game. So it's so regimented and so right. so many numbers, which is it, it's a good thing. That's why these guys are so good, especially especially early. A little different than Hogan walking out at Colonial or. Uh, what's the other place that he went to in Fort Worth? Where uh, he's, he's, he's got Shady Oaks. A, yeah, Shady Oaks, and he's got a kid out there, and he's got a bag of balls, and he's one-hopping it into these kids' ankles with five irons. Yeah. And then you, you read this book, and there were days when he only hit the five iron. Yeah. Said, well, why'd you only hit five iron? I didn't hit it worth a damn. Why would I move to the next club? Yeah, right? yeah, right. Stuff that would never happen now. No, and that's when I was coming up in the in the 80s when I learned to play golf. You know, I, I didn't have a professional golf instructor, but my high school coach uh, was pretty good and he was the one teaching all of us and the drills were very much like that you know they we didn't have all these advanced analytics to and metrics to judge your swing you know we had some of the swing aids like you and I talked a little bit about over the week over the the course of the week when we were watching some of the golf lessons and stuff on tv all these contraptions that you put around your body I guess to restrict you physically and I'm like I don't know that any of that would help me because I don't have it on the course yeah you know, I understand it's a training aid, and that helps you repetition, blah, blah, blah. I get it, but unless you're going to put that thing on my forehead and put the strap around my, my elbows on the course, this isn't going to do crap for me. We just had to learn from repetition at the driving range and somebody telling you to keep your elbow in or to bend your knees more or to pull your hips around more, and that was all we had back in the day. The thing on the forehead didn't work for Tim Cup either. <laughs> no, it's right. You're right. Tools of ignorance right. or whatever. Right. That, was, that was ridiculous. There's one thing to help Tim Cup, but that was that bottle. Oh, the bottle. Yeah, the bottle. And the lady. It was the just ladies. a bad movie, though, all the way around. Yeah, not my favorite. wasn't great. It was no Top Gun, that's for sure. Uh, so, boys, yeah, Will Zalatoris, I'm sure we'll have him on our uh, players to watch for next season. There's no question. As long as he gets healthy, that's kind of got me worried a little bit now, man. If it's He's bad enough. something It's bad enough for you to come to, to withdraw and then miss the final two playoff uh, tournaments. I mean, that's just wicked. Yeah, his body type doesn't lend for the aggressive nature that he swings the golf club right. either. So, I mean, you got to look at that. He's not built like uh, he, he, I, Rory's, Rory's small, uh, short, but he's built. He's thick, and none of these guys are thick. He swings at it such aggressively that his body's not lending. Right. Whether, he, whether he has to do one of two things, he has to just get stronger in that area, or he just has to deal with it. And they're, they're, I, I don't, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how to explain it, how he's going to get better, but – like Brady said, it had to be – if he was going to miss, it had to be done, right? That's right, just what I right. Mean. And he got a timetable from a doctor who said, well, I want to be ready for the first tournament of the year. I yeah. don't want to miss the Masters, et cetera, et cetera. Tell me what my timeline is. It's this. Yeah. Right. Could it get worse? Okay, maybe it could get worse. Maybe it pushes back another two or three months. He wasn't messing up this and the beginning of next season. Plus, he got his win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He got his win. So it was he, a good he, year for him. He, it was a great year for yeah. him. He, he was unlucky at least a couple of times. Sure. So it was a great year for him. Getting that win, I think, is everything, Johnny, right? A hundred percent. And like I said, it, it just breeds confidence more than anything else. I mean, that one win, uh, the, per, the 
Like I said, how how many times have you seen a guy win one time and he just rattles off more than one? I mean, how many people said to you, "Is he ever going to win? Is he ever going to close?" All, one? all the time. I do my gambling shows. Is he yeah. ever going to close one? I'm like, uh, yes. yeah, he's going to. Yes, yes, he's, he's going to close a bunch of them. And we talked about this before. You and I is like, you know, when he was out there, he ne- he didn't lose golf tournaments. Right. You know, he got beat, but he got beat only because his first round scoring hours was so bad. He was so far behind the eight ball that he was trying to catch up. Like, the, the, even, the, even the tournament that he won, he shot one over par the first round, and then he just went crazy the last three rounds. But that's what he does. His right. first round scoring average and his final round scoring average is four shots different. That's massive. That is massive. But that tells me I'd rather have a guy like that that can close than a guy like that that just reminds can't Reminds you of Woods at Augusta forever, yeah, yeah, right? I mean, it's – Lots of tough Thursdays for Tiger at yeah, Augusta. Yep. So, Rory has won the 2022 tournament uh, Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup, and in doing so, he defeated the number one golfer in the world, Scotty Scheffler, and he became the first ever player to win the FedEx Cup three times. Uh, he won a massive $18 million in prize money and uh, from the FedEx Cup points, putting his overall winnings for the season – Anybody know? Thirty-two million. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight point three. Yeah, twenty-eight million. So you know, not a bad, uh, not a bad time to go make friends with Rory if you're not already. I guess you know if you want to do that. But I, uh, I think his friend book's full. You think? I think. I think he. Well, and Scheffler actually set the record for single season money this yeah, year with true. his fourteen point one million or whatever. Yeah. yeah, for a first time winner. Yeah. Well, yeah. four time winner too. Right, but yeah. his yeah. first yeah. season to win anything. Yeah. Um. But uh, and I tell you, I, I watched all of that final round, um, and uh, man, uh-oh. I just I wasn't. Is there something wrong with Scheffler? Did he get rattled? Tired. Like, he's just worn that's, out. That's how he looks. He hundred percent tired. So he came out. He came out early that day and had to finish those four or five right. holes. And he made three birdie three of the first five holes. It kind of catapulted him there to have that five shot lead going yeah. into the last round. The opposite went the way for Xander Shoffley. But you look at him on like about the eleventh hole. He looked tired, and he and those are long days, man. I yep. mean, it, it, those guys are fit. Don't believe. I mean, they're all fit, even though they some of them might not look like it, but they are all fit in terms of golf shape. So well, people don't realize too, Johnny. Tell them the the travel. Even oh. though they're traveling first class, the travel back and forth across the country, across the world, in and out of hotels and buses and limos, and it may all sound glorious as hell. And, and it probably is in some ways, yeah. but they're working every day. And it's, it's working every day, not just Thursday through Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're working every day at whatever it is that's bothering them, that's somewhat somewhat deficient. The travel was always the hard part for me. The golf mm-hmm. was the easy part, yeah. and that's what they'll tell you. The travel is the hard part. It's got a lot easier for those guys. They're, you know, the the top 50 guys in the world, are, they got their own planes and stuff like that. It makes it a little easier, but it still beats your body up. Like, elevation beats your body up. All those things beat your body up. Are they not taking Southwest from Dallas to Tampa? Uh, some of them may. I mean, they have to. Yeah. Some of them, right? Some of them may, but, you know. Some in, of them are in Winnebago's together. And then yeah. you look, but you look at that schedule. It was brutal in Memphis. It was brutal heat in Atlanta, right? They got a little bit of break when they went up north, but it was still hot. I mean, it, it was a rarity when they went to play, um, uh, where'd they play up in uh, – North Delaware Del- and Delaware. Yeah. yeah, it was still hot. It was still ninety some degrees. So they didn't get a break there. They didn't have the humidity. And then they come all the way back down in Atlanta, and it was brutally hot. And it was wet, and the humidity coming off from the ground. That that walk and those hills, and that's a hilly golf course there, right? Right. So so when you're on a hilly golf course like that, and it's wet, oh man, it's a it's a mess. I mean, it's just a heavy heavy walk, and it just beats you up. And I just think fatigue played a big factor. Uh, him going into that last. Don't you think Scheffler was tired? Yeah. A month and a half ago? Yeah, probably. Me too. Yeah, probably. Four wins. His whole world turned upside down, including a major. You win your yeah, first. That's yeah. good. Oh, you win your first major. Oh, that's your second tournament. Now you've won four. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you're responsible for going and getting another $16 million because you're in the lead. I felt like he was pacing himself the first two weeks just trying to, you know, to, to keep his spot somewhere in the top two or three so he could get to the last, right, to the last tournament, whatever that thing's called, the championship. Tour championship. Tour yeah. championship <laughs> in a position where he could really win, yeah. right, and then just see if he could get a hot putter. And, and it also, look, he didn't hit it very good in the third round. No. I mean, he was all over the place. He just scrambled well. And that's and he, that break that he had probably helped him that comes out the next day because he was kind of really – I think he was just like one under par for the for the round in the third round, and then he comes out and birdies three of the five to shoot right. sixty uh, to shoot sixty six. That helped him. Um, just that little break, and then he goes back out. That little break again hurt him 
Yeah. You know, it's it's momentum, man. It's momentum in golf also. But those little breaks and whether you're tired and you gotta get warm up again and your swing thoughts are different. There's so many, so many variables there that happens when you have those those type of breaks. And it can go bad and it can go it can go good and it can go bad again. And that's kind of what you saw at Scotty Scheffler too. I mean, yeah. it's it's a lot. It's just like going outside and it's hotter than hell outside, you're playing golf and you go inside in the air conditioning, oh, you feel good. But when you come back out, you feel more miserable than you did when you went in. Because it's just that change, right? Mm. It's just that change. So I, I, I really think that fatigue factor definitely played a big factor him going in that the, the last nine holes anyways. Yeah. So Scheffler started the uh, closing round in the lead with a six-stroke lead. And, in fact, he led the tournament from the first shot until the 16th hole of the final round. And, as you mentioned, going into those final holes, he got tired apparently. And, it man, it sure showed. Uh, and I'm telling you, that uh, – the 18th hole that I that I watched that none of that looked like Scotty Scheffler from this year. I mean they, there were some bad shots. Yeah, that approach shot that went into the bunker it should have never gone into the bunker. That was a bad shot, and then the bunker shot to get onto the green that overshot the green. That did not look like Scotty Scheffler. That looked like me. No. <laughs> There's gonna be when nerves. you hit it good. That was yeah, that was a good shot for me. That's what I mean. Yeah, There's yeah. gonna be nerves there too. Yeah, you know he's on autopilot to get there, and then you get to Sunday, and you got a chance. Now you got a chance to win. Life changing money. He would have been a five-time winner on the tour this year. It would have been one of the greatest single seasons in the history of the PGA Tour. And really, I wonder if he's having any conversations with Jordan about that because that still comes back up in conversation when you talk to Jordan, right? 2015. Yeah. Yeah. He said to us, in 16 and 17, I'm struggling because I always got incrementally better. Yeah. Right. And in 16 and 17, I didn't get, didn't get better. And I remember talking to him, and I raised my hand, and he's like, I'm like, is it okay for you to say – that in winning five tournaments and two majors, maybe there isn't better and that there's another way to get better and it's just mental reps or capacity or focus or, you know, the ability to compartmentalize or right. whatever it is. Right. Talk less to your caddy, please. Whatever it may be, yeah. right, are there different ways to get better? And he answered it great, as you would imagine. He's like, yes, those are all conversations I'm having with myself and it just my life went a certain way for whatever it was, 26 years yeah. or whatever it was. And all of a sudden, it's not the same. And I'm relearning. Because he, he even asked about this year. He, they said, how was right. this year? And he said, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. That makes he sense. He felt better. Putts when need, didn't, didn't go in when he really needed them to. He got a win. So that's 13. But you can, it's, I think it's watching them and then even talking to them and listening to them talk. It's the human side of this whole thing is they're, they are not robots. No. They look like robots. No. Sanjay M and some of these guys with these swings look like it swings it the same damn way every single time, and they're absolutely fearless, and nothing bothers them, and right. it's just not true. Not true. Not true. And my number one thing when, when we start talking about going down the stretch and, and, and fatigue being a factor is my number one thing I look at is when they have those two-way misses, yeah. that tells me that there's, there's a fatigue aspect involved. And, and when, you, when I say physical mati- uh, fatigue, I'm talking mental fatigue also. They're not thinking – as clearly as, as most of them do. And a lot of those, yeah, are they, are they bad golf shots execution-wise? Yes, for sure. But th- they're not thinking the same either. And then when you get tired, you, you know, that just – they kind of balance each other. Or they're the same. They combine to just have bad results. Yeah. So It's something. I mean, even, yeah. even bad players just think they're bad players. You, you hit it everywhere because that's just what you do. Yeah. But the truth is you got um, – Dustin Johnson plays fade forever. Dustin Johnson had the ball going left – for a five-month period. Can't one, play. Of the, one of the greatest players ever. But that ball always goes right. That ball starts to go left, and you can see Dustin Johnson sometimes almost mildly panic, and he is probably one of the least, whatever, uh, effusive guys physically and or, or verbally that's ever played on the tour. Sometimes I think he's dead, which is part of what's yeah. so good about him not getting nervous. What messes a guy like that up, he's never used to seeing the ball go that way. Right. Like even start that way and right. then go that way. So it's like, okay, I don't know what to do now. So right. when you get in that spot, when he's playing, when those guys are playing really good golf, they know where their misses are. They mm-hmm. eliminate one side of that golf course, whether it's left or right. They can go play golf. But when you have those two-way misses and he's seeing that ball going in a different direction, his start lines are different, then he's confused. And I don't think it takes a lot to get Dustin Johnson confused, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> to be honest with you. I agree. But when he starts seeing those lines going a little bit different. He's on the list. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been on the list for a long time. <laughs> But, nice. <laughs> yeah. So really, you know, we don't know what would have happened with with Zalatoris in the field had had he been there and, and maybe made a run at the at the win. But really, the only other guy I thought that even had a chance in that final round was maybe Sung J M. Uh, and he finished tied for second. 
And I tell you that it's funny because you know once uh, once uh, Scheffler finally hit it on the green on eighteen and had that whatever it was ten eight eight to ten foot putt to hole out. That putt was a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar putt because that would have either tied him for second or if he missed it a chance for third. But I mean, talk about and I'm I'm sure he's not going through that in his head, but. You know, those that's on every putt in the final round, really. It can mean anything. But uh, one of my kids heard the uh, announcer say that before he putted it, and he kind of looked at me like, did he say 750000 I'm like, yeah, golfers make some money. Dad, where's your clubs? I want to go swing some clubs. <laughs> like, that's right. I guess everybody's motivated by something. Yeah. Who, who said that, Eli? That was Eli, yeah. yeah. yeah he go. already wants to learn to play. So. Yeah, I know. Like, Great year for Tony Finau, too. Yeah, good I'm, year. You know, he – Tony Finau is one of those guys, man, you expect so much of him. He has those two or three weeks of greatness. I mean, I really thought that he would, after the Ryder Cup as well as he played, undefeated record, had a lot of confidence. I thought he would come into the mm-hmm. PGA Tour season just gangbusters, and he didn't. Um, and I don't know why. I just maybe, – maybe my expectations of Tony Finau is a lot more than it should be, but the guy's got all the talent in the world. Maybe he takes time that, that – I, I don't know. Listen, that's a question. I can't Late back-to-back wins, though, right? Yep. I mean, that, yep. that maybe that's that kickstart that we saw with Scheffler and them, too. Yeah. Right? A little, late, little later than we thought. A couple of years, maybe, later than we thought. I just I just thought him his Ryder Cup, when he played last year in the Ryder Cup, yeah. I just really thought that that would really get him. Because no one played better in the Ryder Cup than him. Right. I mean, maybe Dustin Johnson. But they both had the same record. They were both undefeated. Well, not to mention your Ryder Cup teammates around you going, you're, you're the shit. Yeah, Way absolutely. To go. Way to go. And yeah. all of a sudden, boy. And you, you, but you they told that him that a long time ago. Like, yeah. th- th- everyone, though, on the tour of what his talent is, right? And, you know, whether he just – I know he works hard. I know he's got a family, loves his family life and things like that. It's just I, – maybe I just expect more of Tony Finau than most people. But, again, I really want to say I think you have another great year. Um, but what's a great year? A great year for for me and Tony – and my mind what Tony Finau is is two or three wins because he has that capability, not two wins every four years. Yeah. Or two wins and he doesn't win for another three years. So right. I don't know. I, mean, I just I look at him a little bit different. I just think he's got more talent than just him. What about a guy like Max Homa, who people don't know that much about? It's my when, boy. When you look here and you say Justin and Fino and Spieth and Scotty and Rory and Max Homa, everyone's like, yeah, I don't really know how he got here, and he probably won't be here next year. Not right, right? Yeah, no, no not right. He's not going anywhere. I mean, he's he's kind of came up the ranks. He's worked he's worked hard. Uh, I think he appreciates where he's at. Everyone kind of says, oh, he's so great on social media, and that's maybe his priority, but it's not. It's just an additive thing about what he is. He's very kind of stoic on the golf course when it comes to the public, but you could see him inside the ropes kind of talking to the guys and and, and things like that. I think his extra persona, whatever, on social media kind of helps him bring himself out maybe a little Probably. bit more. Yeah. And it doesn't help with the PIP on the PGA Tour. He's one of the top ten, so he makes a little bit more money there. Right. But he was a guy that came up through the ropes. He just he just didn't bounce on the PGA Tour, stayed there. But I don't think he's going anywhere. He's got an, he's got talent. His golf swing is incredible. I watch his golf swing. He's like, eh, how's this guy miss? Um, so, you know, who knows with a guy like that? He'll be on the President's Cup team. He I don't think he, he – uh, I don't think he's he got an automatic big, but he's going to be picked on the President's sure. Cup team, and that could really give him some confidence going into the next year. Yeah, the you've arrived moments are big for you. Yeah, yeah. for all of us, right? Yeah. No matter what it is we're doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's he's he's one of those guys that you know literally you've if you've watched golf the last couple of years you've seen him come from nothing to where he is now consistently in the top you know ten fifteen twenty whatever, and like you said he'll be on the President's yep. Cup team and rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So one of the things, though, I think this year will be remembered for probably is for those who weren't playing here at the Tour Championship because, of course, you had the group of golfers who uh, were either either resigned their PGA membership or they've just been flat-out barred from the PGA for having joined Live Golf. And, you know, that will be the story of the year for sure, especially the way that continues to develop. Um, and we'll get into, uh, after we review Johnny's picks, we'll get into a little bit of that news coming up. Um, as we've had more defectors headed over to Live Golf, and that's what I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them defectors. That's what they are. Um, but let's get into Johnny's picks for the Tour Championship. Johnny, if you're ready. And uh, Johnny's picks always brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader in online sports betting, BetUS. Join today using our promo code DSP125 for 125% bonus on your cash deposit, which means you deposit $100, you get an extra $125. 
That's how percentages work. I'm good at math, and that's what I was told. So you go from 100 to 225. 225. Just or, for being you. Just, it, for, just for playing with bet and US. It, and it gets better because mm-hmm. if you like to bet with the crypto monies. I do. Whatever that means. Uh, if you use our other promo code, DSP200, and you make a crypto deposit, Brady, yeah. you will get a 200% bonus. Now, do the math in your head. What does that mean? 300 bucks. If you deposit 100 cryptos, yeah. is that how, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. 100 so cryptos. Cryptos. I'm going to end up with 300. Get 300 cryptos. Right. Is that like fritos? I love Crypt- my cryptos. Crypto bills. Fritos. Carry those in my wallet. I don't know how that works. You carry Fritos in your wallet? Sometimes when I'm hungry. Why wouldn't you? Uh, but, yeah, so join today, BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. Thank you, BetUS. And Johnny didn't have a terrible week. No, it's not one of my favorite weeks of the year to bet, for sure. But we, we, Why is that? We fought through it because the staggering system. You know, oh. you know when you start, you, when you start to, there's not a lot of plays on the board. So we, we went with a lot of matchups, and that's usually what we do. The right. odds are a little weird. But if you could find some some places that you would play non-staggering system, just playing from scratch, that's kind of how we played the card. We did play one card this week uh, at Xander Shoffley, plus 650 to win the golf tournament in the staggering system. He was four shots back going into the last round. He almost got there. Yeah. He played really – he just he, – he hit a lot of bad golf shots, third and fourth round, and I think he kind of got on the bad side of that draw uh, with, with the break and then – he bogey three of his last five mm-hmm. holes after that break going into the fourth round. But we he, he had a little chance. He finished fourth at, at minus 18, so uh, we didn't catch in on him. Uh, we cashed in uh, We cashed in on the staggering system, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, um, with Xander Shoffley, even money over Scotty Scheffler on the non-staggering system. So right. we played him even, and uh, we cashed in a winner there. And we also had Sam Burns plus 105 over Cam Young, and we lost that bet. But – we did go five, two, and one on matchups this uh, this week on Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday we were four and zero oh on matchups, which was great, and they were plus numbers. So we had three of those dog, three of the four were dogs, which helped us. And then we went uh, one, two, and one on Sunday. So we won one, lost two, and tied one. And that's a very that's a very rare for us. We never do four matchups on on Saturday and four matchups on Sunday. It's just with the short field in the matchup system. I didn't really like any of the alternative odds. Uh, going into the week and odds going into the tournament. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how we finished. But we did finish plus 225 units for the week. So we, we, did, uh, we were on the positive side. So for the year, we were, uh, we were, we were plus 22,230 units or dollars, however you want to do that. And we are uh, 91 and 51 in matchups. Wow. So, so explain uh, the matchups again for those who just joined us for the first time. Yeah, so the matchups are head-to-head matchups, so you can pick them on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's basically uh, 72 holes or per round. It's a, it's a basically a player against a player. So you if like it's, watching them Thursday and Friday and I, sort of get a feeling for what you think is going to happen Saturday and Sunday. I right? do. I yeah. do. I very rarely, on, on a full tournament field, I very rarely bet uh, the 72-hole field or a first or second round. Uh, there's so many variables there. I want to see how they're playing. I want to see where the weather is and just kind of see where they're at after the first two rounds. So uh, it, it's usually a Saturday or Sunday on top of what we already have, right. the outright winners and um, in top 10s and top 20s in a normal week. It. So it's it's basically saying if, if Xander Shoffley was uh, uh, a favorite over Z- uh, Scotty Scheffler, so he, he would be minus 105 over Scotty Scheffler. So you'd have to lay $105 to win 100 if mm-hmm. you won. <coughs> so that's that's kind of where we're at. But listen, our year doesn't end till the calendar year. So we're still going forward. We're still at some time with this wraparound season. So these are cumulative numbers for the 2022 year, not for the 2021-22 wraparound season. So we still have some uh, play. So we'll start fresh after the first year with a brand new slate go through all of our numbers, go through all of our wins and losses, and, and every week like we're doing, we'll, we will uh, give you our running total of what we're doing, uh, and we'll, we post it, obviously, on social media. Yeah. yeah, follow Johnny on Twitter. It's at Pro. You can follow the show at FromTheRoughPGA. We'll post all of the, uh, the, the matchups on, on Friday or Saturday morning and Sunday morning when he has those. And, again, he doesn't always have them. If he doesn't like something, he won't just tell you to bet for the sake of betting. Yeah, and, again, listen, we don't put anything out at DSP Media. We don't put anything out. We don't play ourselves. Yep. So a lot of these places that go out there and do that, they'll just throw out numbers or put it on a computer and say, hey, this is what we like. It's like, okay, that, that's what you like, but that doesn't know what mean what, what you should be playing. Yeah. So we put our own money here, and I will never put anything out that I don't, I don't bet myself. Uh, yeah, and you can Huge. also – 
Also, follow me and Brady because we'll always retweet those for you. I am at IndyCar Tim. Brady is at DFW Sports Beat. And we would love to have you on our social media. We can be friends, right? Let's, let's we be can social all media be friends. friends. Plus, you and I are kind of funny. You have friends? I, I don't know. Why can't we all just get along? I don't know that John's that funny. No, I, he's I've decided that John's no, sure I'm, hilarious. He's not, no, he ain't no, no Max Homa. But no. Tim and I are funny. You guys yeah. are funny. Yeah. Funny looking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so follow along all season long with Johnny's bets and Johnny's picks, and he will make you some money. I yeah. promise you he's going to make you right. some money. Tim and I are not up $23,000 for the year either, but we're no. funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got something going. Yeah. So we got that going yeah, for us. Yeah, absolutely. Which is all we need. So, boys, let's get into a little bit of pro golf news. I used to call this PGA Tour news. Not anymore. It's not anymore. It's more pro golf news as uh, Cam Young and Joaquin Neiman, or as my notes say, Joaquin Riemann. Apparently my editor did not double-check my, my typing here. Uh, Joaquin Neiman headlines six players headed over to Live Golf because following weeks of rumors, I say Young or Smith, it's Cam Smith. Yeah, Cam Sorry. Smith, world's number two player. Yes, the world's number two player, Cam Smith, has officially joined Live Golf along with six players who have been added to the rival upstart Smith, champion golfer of the year and winner of the Players' Championship. By the way, for those of you that don't know, the Championship Golfer of the Year is what they call the British Open winner. Not right. true. Champion golfer of the year. Not what I said. No, you said championship golfer. Oh, sorry. It's, okay, those notes were right. It says champion golfer. Just like Cam Smith and Cam Young. Yeah, they're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Learn to spell your name right, boys. Um, so, yeah, the champion golfer of the year is who wins the British Open. Not the Open Championship. It's the British Open because we're in America. Um, for those of you who It's British know. Open always to me. Yeah, it's always the British Open. Um, so, the world number two is not alone, though, in his move from PGA to live as he's being accompanied by one of Johnny's favorites, Cameron Tringali. How's that my favorite? I, know, I just threw that out there. I was hoping it would stick. It didn't. Harold Varner, the third. He's one of my favorites. I he like is. I, mine I, like, too. I like Harold. A yep. guy that's on uh, Johnny's list, Mark Leishman. He's, he's on, he's, he might be one a right now. He uh, might be on the top of the list. Anurban yeah. Lahiri. He's non-factor. No, nobody cares about him. Right. But how about former president's cup teammate, Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin you know what? Neiman. That's a guy that looks like an injury waiting to happen to me. And Tiger even said that. Yeah. Unsolicited. Like, what do you think about that golf swing? He's like, it's amazing. But he ain't going to be able to downcock and side bend like that for very long. He he's better a, start working on that now. He's up and under and flippy. If oh, it, any, any of the golf pros that's listening to this, you know what up and under and flippy is? That's, that's him. That's his swing? Y'all know it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, those that's are some funny. pretty good hands. Yep. Of course, Neiman's most notable win to date, the Genesis Invitational, right? Back in February? Yeah. Yep. Um, so course. apparently Neiman was firmly on the fence leading up until the point that Cam Young dis or Cam, Cam Smith Cam. Decided, Cam. decided to make the move. And he said, yep, I'm going with that dude. I don't know if they're just really good pals or more than that. You know, the thing, the thing that's, that's really kind of pissed some of these guys off. He was, he was the only one in that room with that meeting, Joaquin Neiman. And what, uh, I, I've heard over the last few days that was a specific invitational to where that they knew they knew the guys that they invited to go to that room were not going to live. Like it was Oh wow. So all those guys and and, and you heard Rory say a little bit, yeah, there's there's thirty two of the thirty three guys in that room. We were all committed on the PGA tour. And then it comes out the next day, Joaquin Neiman says he's going to live. And he was one now of the guys who he was in that room. About, yeah, yeah, now now you kinda know who he was talking about. Rory has a way to be a little passive aggressive. It was pretty I, good, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Say, I, took I, the like lead, I took the lead of the 70th hole, which is just perfect, and unless I, you want to do it at the 52nd hole. Yeah, and I like it. And you and I just said it before we got on there. It's like, he, Rory's warming up to yeah. me a little bit, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. And, and I just really like the way he's able to, not to get back into Rory talk, but how he's able to kind of take this PGA Tour banner on his shoulders and being the leader and say, hey, man, you guys can, you know, if you don't want to be a PGA Tour, that's cool, man. I'm not, that's fine. This is what we're doing, man, and he he is not backing down, man, and I like that. I that he's he's got a lot it of. It took me a while to get on board completely with his game because yeah. when I watched him, I thought that's the greatest player in the world. If it's not, it's top two or three. Why doesn't he win more? Right. And I remember, you know, a conversation I had with Norm Hitzkus not too long ago, and you were huh? there. Yep. And he said, you know, we as media guys get to thinking we see something or we know something, and especially those of us who aren't playing any of these games, the level these guys are. Right. Sometimes, as human beings. That's what they got. Yeah. 
And, and you know, you watch Roy, and there, there's no way you look at his numbers now career-wise, and even five years ago career-wise, and he wasn't a Golf Hall of Famer. He is. Oh, and 100%. One of, the, one of the greatest golfers that's ever played. He is. When he drives the ball well, he's the best driver in the world, and he's unbeatable. Right. Like, he, he, he could putt like dog shit, and he, he will beat you. And he just happened to play putt relatively well this week. And he drove it so well. It's just an unfair fight when he drives it well. It's just unfair. Somebody said to me, how did he do that? I'm like, that's what he does. Yeah. If you've been watching him for the last, whatever, 15 years, when he hits that ball 309 every time in the air on a, on a clothes hanger over trees and has gap wedges in his hands all day and then makes a few putts, you're not going to win. Nope. He's going to win. Nope. And he does it in majors in the biggest moments in the world. And now he's got three FedEx Cup championships, and nobody else does. Nope. 100% right. I like Rory. Me too. He's pretty good. Speaking of Rory... Rory and his buddy Tiger are launching a tech-based golf league in 2024. Did y'all hear about this? I did. Very, so, very brief. I, I, I didn't take much into it, really. TMRW Sports, a business venture spearheaded by Tiger Woods and Rory, announced Wednesday the creation of a new technology-focused golf league in partnership with the PGA Tour. The TGL will be the latest league to try and gain a foothold in the world of golf as it aims to modernize both the viewing and playing experience for both fans and players. Uh, the league will feature 18-hole events played on a virtual course across a two-hour window. The 15 regular season matches will be contested by six three-man teams of PGA Tour golfers. Woods and McElroy are already on board with 16 more spots to fill before the inaugural season kicks off in January 2024. No doubt those remaining roster slots will be filled rather expeditiously. Yes, I used the word expeditiously. But uh, did you know what you meant when you used it? Yeah, that means quickly. Oh, okay. I don't know why they couldn't just say quickly. You know, I mean, come on, America. Uh, McElroy and Mike McCarley, TMRW Sports CEO and founder, discussed the details of the new league at the East Lake, at East Lake ahead of the 2022 Tour Championship. Will not be played on a full golf course. It will utilize simulators for longer shots, such as driver and iron swings before golf balls are physically placed in an arena. The commitment of additional players is not only the uh, the last item unlocked on the to-do list, uh, as they still need a television partner. And uh, But there's there's no doubt they're going to find a television partner for this, Won't especially if it's in partnership yeah. with the PGA. Um, so basically the rundown is you will have six teams of three PGA Tour players each. It is a first-of-its-kind first of kind experience for golf enabled by a data-rich virtual golf course complete with tech-infused short-game complexes. Uh, let's see. Tech-enabled fan experience includes high-energy greenside fan experience with every shot live within a two-hour primetime television televised match. It is a 15-season Monday night matches followed by semifinals and finals matches kicking off in January 2024. So... Clearly, it's not on a regular course. They're, they're, they're teeing off, and a long iron shot maybe on a par five are in simulators, and then they will place the balls on physical fairways to finish out the hole. And because of that, there's less walking. There's less than they can cut it down to a two-hour window. Multiple areas of appeal here, too, yeah. right? So you're you're appealing, kind of in. you're appealing to a lot of younger people who've been playing video games their whole life. This makes yeah. perfect sense to them. Kind of a video game. Certainly appealing to Tiger Woods because he doesn't have to walk. Yeah. Right? You've, you've taken away the major physical aspect that makes this game really hard for Tiger. But he did, did Tiger say he's going to play, though? I, 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 yeah. thought, I thought he indicated he was yeah. going to play. Oh, okay. He's playing yeah. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is, it's a whole new variation into uh, gambling and handicapping, which right. I think you're going to have to jump in behind. You're going to have to figure this out because the kids are going to want to do this. Um, it's going to be tough to get a number on that one, though, I think. I know. Uh, it's going to be tough to get on that Vegas, get on that but board. But you know they'll do it. it. They'll try. Yeah. But that's going to be a tough – we'll see. We'll see if they put it on the board in Vegas. I mean, Maybe there's a way to do it the way – I don't want to give away somebody's label, but there's a there's a online um, gambling app that – doesn't officially come under the gambling headline. Uh -huh. It comes under the fantasy sports headline. Yeah. And you go in there and you can do little mini drafts where you can pick three players and this. And so, you know, you can do those th those kinds of things rather than overs and unders. And yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That might be suited for something right. like this for right. sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Rory and uh, Tiger are the first two contestants. So there will be 16 more slots they can fill out. So Tiger's playing. Okay. He's little, in it for good. A little pushback on some of the uh, – Tiger and Rory and all the boys stuff too. James Hahn, 42-year-old James Hahn, yep. 
has come out, and he's he's marginally hot about the fact that this is all good come, come very quickly, and he wasn't invited, and a lot of people weren't invited, and it's all about essentially the top twenty players on the tour, which right. has kind of been part of Phil's eh, Ex- or, excluding, or, yeah, or no, so, sort of Phil's bitch with the tour for quite a while has been you don't treat us famous us the top 30 us if you will yeah good enough we don't want to play by the same rules that number 312 plays by with how many t- tour and you know this way better than i do how many tournaments i have to play right traveling etc 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 i want more guaranteed money if i want to i want to cherry pick 20 tournaments including the majors that's what i want to do but you want me to play whatever 28 i really want to play the other eight but if you're gonna make me play the other eight if i'm in the top 30 then either I can't get cut or I get a guaranteed amount of money going right. in for taking my family and going there, et cetera, et cetera. Those have been things that the top guys on the tour have been sort of whining about for a while, right? And I'm not saying they're wrong. Well, I think a little bit, if you look at it this way, if you look at it, a high-end player, and it's not very difficult for them to commit to 20 events. It's not. And here's why I tell you this. Two or three events you're going to be obligated probably to play from your sponsors. Right, sponsors that have obligations, whether you do a clinic or you Buick, have whatever. Buick, think, right. think, things that farmers, any of those things. So there's three right there. If you're a top-end player, you're going to get in the four majors. That's seven. Is that seven? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you have two World Golf Championships, or what they call the, the, the World Golf. So you have three of those. WGC. WGC, right. you have yep. three of those. So there's ten. Now you have they they call the the non majors right the the, the higher end so you have M- Memorial players players, players L A Arnold Palmer um, and pick one or two other ones so so that gives you six so there's sixteen right there that are no brainers you can't tell me you can't find four more events that's easy that is easy here's a little bit of the rub that some of these guys did have and I know this for a fact. They were obligated. I, I th- it's changed now. So they were obligated over three year period. It was a three or four year period that they had to play at every t- PGA Tour event. So if you miss, I think it might have been four year period. So basically, if you didn't play AT and T, every four years you have to play AT and T, and you have to play John Deere. Now there might have been a couple stipulations if you're injured or things like that that you don't have to play John Deere, but they made them play. Every every PGA Tour event, or 90%, they're, they might have said, I mean, I can't play this for, for rhyme or reason, right? right? So they made them play that. They didn't like that. They, they were like, you can't tell me I have to play this. It's just a not, it's a miscut for me no matter what, whether I don't like the golf course, whether I just don't like being there, or just doesn't fit in the schedule, or whatever. They didn't like that. They took that out. So then they implemented and say, now, okay, we're going to take that out, but you have to play 20 events. You're, you're, you have to, uh, that's not hard. It's not hard. These guys are playing 20, 25, 26 events anyway. So, I don't know. I just I just look at it. I think that the, the playing 20 events, if these guys were sticklers on that, it's not a stickler. It's it's easy. So, that should have been an easy easy conversation for them to have to, to be committed to those higher-end guys, my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's still guys, though, that are unhappy about – the meeting and that it took place and they're not going to live golf. They just don't necessarily like the state of the PGA tour still right yeah, now. Yeah, James's point was we didn't get invited. Yeah. And and we're here making a living. And oh by the way, it seemed like overnight they've changed where tournaments are going or dates that are tournaments going to accommodate the top twenty. Yeah. And the more important people, frankly, on the tour. And all of a sudden a guy like James is making a living every year and all of a sudden his travel got exponentially more expensive and more difficult. Uh, and things change, and no one asked anybody else. Was was his point? I'm not saying he's right. And by the way, suck it. You know, get in the top twenty. That's what suck I was going to say. That <laughs> would be my yeah. rebuttal. Well, yeah. see, here's here's my rebuttal, really. And, I, and and this is the this is the greatest slap in their face on these guys that they really want to market and promote the top twenty players. Is Ricky Fowler's not a top twenty player? He's in that meeting, right? He's not a top twenty player, but he is one of the top three or three most influential players. Yeah. Right, so you you can't say, oh, he's a top twenty player. You didn't get invited because you're not a top twenty player. Well, Ricky Fowler's not, but he got invited. Say, oh, you're top twenty players in different categories, right? Most influential. What are you doing to grow the game? Things like just don't say top twenty player because right. Ricky Fowler does not fit in that category. But he's in that meeting. Well, the other thing that's really important these days because it's actually real is most popular players that's too, it. right? That's and that's it. that's where some of these losses to LIV have hurt. Yeah. Right. Well, if, and if Bubba's going, if Rick, if Ricky's going, and he hasn't said he's going yet, but but those are some popular players that have left. 
I don't think Ricky's not. Ricky's going. not going. Rick, Ricky's not going. God, why wouldn't he go? He's, he's in that meeting, man. He's so, he's so tight with with Tiger and Rory. He's he's in that next. And I don't see why he would go. First off, he's making so much money off the golf course. Uh, I think I don't think Ricky Fowler's done with c- competitive golf. I think yeah. he really still has a lot of golf left. And he's in that circle with those guys that are really influential golfers, like Tiger and Rory. And he's in that mix with those guys. He's friends with those guys. Yeah. Why would you want to ruin that? Well, and what he's been seen as a real great influence for the kids, right? Yeah, since absolutely. the since the day he hit the tour, yeah. Since the day he hit the tour, with the hair going out in the back and the yeah. flat bills and the orange orange outfits, the kids loved Ricky. And well, Ricky, and we, Ricky loved the kids. Yeah. And we say he's not a top twenty player. He's not a top <laughs> twenty player by points or money earned on the tour. But he is a top 20 player when it comes to popularity and, and his influence on the game. Yeah, just say you're top 20 in popularity, not player. Players, you're playing golf. But he's not a top 20 player. You can't say he's a top o- 20 player. On the player. tour. Well, Tiger's I mean, not a top 20 player either. No, yeah, but yeah. he's influential, yes. right? But he's hosting that meeting, and Tiger's... Tiger. Yeah. yeah Tiger's but when you think about the money, Tiger Woods, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull a number, has made more money than any golfer in the history of the PGA Tour. And his total earnings, and he's the best player, I mean... Him and Jack, and totally different money eras. He's made about 185 or $90 million in his career. On course. On course. Cam Smith just got given a check for $100 million. Yeah. I mean, for a guy like that, right? So Cam Smith's number two in the world. We love Cam Smith's golf <laughs> swing. It'll probably hold up, and Cam Smith is going to do great things with wherever he chooses to play. But $100 million, he got in an instant. Tiger Woods has been playing, whatever, 30 years on the PGA Tour at the highest level and mm-hmm. has made 180 Well, look at him, too. Cam Smith is going to be the first person to tell you, he's like, hey, man, golf isn't my life. Right. Like, it's not my whole life. It's not end-all, be-all for me. Uh, he's like, man, I'd rather go fishing. Yeah. You know, I'd rather sit and I want to open up a coffee shop, right? And that's fine. So if 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 he knows he's going to play golf, or I mean, he might only play four more years or five more years until he's exempt, and he might be done. He's got enough money. So those guys are taking that as going to LIV, that golf isn't their livelihood in their life. I mean, good for them, I guess. I mean, if Well, and there's other people, whether they're being genuine or not, coming out and saying, listen, all that money, I can take and do what I want with children's charities. With, right? That's there's, what Hero Varner said. There's so much that I can do that's mm-hmm. good here, and I'll take him at his word that he's going to do that, right? A free $50 million or whatever it, w- it was that he got goes right to the bottom line of society and of golf and everything else. Okay. The greatest thing I heard, and, and this is why I, I've always liked, I, like Harold Varner the third more, he came out and said, hey, Zay, listen, man, I went in for a business decision. I did it because this money can change people's lives, and I have the money that I'm getting is going to benefit a lot more people than me. I'm setting up, it goes to my foundation, it goes to XYZ. And Harold Varner is one of the most liked guys on the PGA Tour, right? So, at least he's, at least he's damn honest. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, this is what it's going for. I went to get the money. It's going to do a lot of things for my family. Um, you know, I, these foundations, it's going to help a lot more people down the road. My foundations, my charities. And, hey, man, it was just a good opportunity for me. I, I would rather, I'd love that. I'd re- I'd, I'd, that's fan. I got no problem with that. So before we wrap up the broadcast uh, or the season from a broadcast standpoint, what uh, why don't you guys give me your biggest surprises for the season and your biggest disappointments for the season? Go ahead, sorry, Brady. Could, could be a player, could be a tournament, could be an instant, just whatever. Well, being a local guy, I look at our guys first. So I followed Scotty Scheffler a lot since he was young. I watched. Uh, I particularly had an appreciation for him a couple of years ago when he was playing the. Byron Nelson that was at uh, the Crenshaw Coors course mm-hmm. uh, that, that a lot of the players didn't like. And, BBC and Cottonwood yeah, or whatever. No, no, no. Um, the the one they built out, the Lynx course they built, and they played. Oh, yeah, Forest. Uh, yeah, Trinity yes, Forest. Trinity, Trinity Forest, Forest, which I, you, I'm sure you've played it. I, yeah, I, per- I, I personally loved it. You didn't like it? Not for me. Well, I, I think I was lucky enough. Mr. Crenshaw took me out and took me through everything he did and what they did to design every bump on the course, and I was like, love it but yeah. it might have been because i was with ben crenshaw smoking a cigarette yeah that verse seeing in front of me that might have been it <laughs> he likes to smoke a few heaters out that there might have been. at 6 a.m yeah. i got to the golf course because i was going to be first and i get to the golf course and they drive me out to this beautiful range at trinity forest and i'm not first there is yeah. what looks like about a 112 oh, wow. pound man because he's not very big no he's not out there very smoothly with a with a cool hanging from his lips reversing one three wood after another after another and i didn't even get out of the cart i right. was just like this yeah i was like this is cool as shit wow. this, is, this is as if someone just 
supplanted me back in 1988 yeah. or yeah. whatever. I mean, it was it was awesome. Um, but I watched Scotty play with Romo in round one or two, whatever that year was, four four years ago, and. Tony had a really good front nine, chipped in at eight for Eagle and got the two under, yeah. flipped it in the woods and made double on nine, and the wheels began to call up, come off because he will have a two-way miss on you. Um, and he was hitting it everywhere. And I thought, man, this is not easy. This is not what Scheffler wants, right? I'm rooting for Scheffler. He's getting there. I see him coming, and this has got to be something that bothers him. He was so kind and so cool, and Tony began to hit it everywhere, right and left. You've seen it. I've yeah. seen it in yep. person. And – Scotty was helping. It's in. It's out. It's, I mean, literally was not just not being a dick and letting it bother him, was being kind and yeah. was putting up with that. And I just thought, pretty cool. I'm not sure if I'm Scotty Scheffler and I'm ascending in this game, no matter how famous Tony is and how very nice and cool he is, yep. I'm not sure I'm into this. And I really then began to, to I, I listened in on a couple of conversations on the tee, and he was just as kind and, and cool as he could have possibly been when I thought I might have been a dick there. I, I might, <laughs> in, in making a living, for the, I might yeah. not have wanted to watch this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's you and I go play on a Tuesday and then have burgers after, and we can bet 20 grand if you want to, but I don't want to do this on my work course. That's right. And instead, he was just the opposite. Wow. And I was like, I'm in on that kid. I thought I was to begin with, and I'm now fully in on that kid. So for him to get four wins this year and, and – uh, almost when the FedEx Cup was uh, a little bit of a surprise. I, I, I knew he was going to start to yeah, win, yeah. but it was it was really great to watch, and I feel a love for him like I do for Jordan as well because of the locale and because they're both really cool kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, a little of the letdown is to go back to, to kind of being here is a little letdown that Jordan Speed didn't really have the year that I really – thought he would have even though he did get the win that and Hilton had that he didn't you know going up into the season you hear just being here locally how good he was how much he was practicing how hard he was working on his game that he just didn't come out I mean to to with the success that he had even though he did have a win he just really still looked like he's always struggling yeah right out there he doesn't really look like he's the dominant Jordan Spieth and when I say the dominant Jordan Spieth I'm talking about like with the putting right so he's been working so hard uh, if you take a year ago, last year, even December, a year ago, going into the season, like I said, you just, that's all you hear. He's working on his swing is so good. It's getting better and, and this and this, and he believes what he's doing, and he comes out, and it's just like, uh, like there, there's nothing. He doesn't wow you. So that was a little bit of my, um, you know, kind of letdowns for the year. Uh, my surprise, I'll go in the, like in the media realm. I was a little surprised Nick Faldo cut it, called it quit this year. Right, I, really? I really, yeah, I really, I thought he had a couple more years left. You know, that wear and tear on the travel kind of really hurt him a little bit. But I didn't really. There was. Did you hear anything in the in the rumor mill that he was going to leave? Right, I never heard anything. Nope. Right, nope. so it was it was a little bit of surprise <laughs> for me that he he, you know, he was really going to quit. I I thought he I thought he had two two more years at least left. Um, I think the switch for Treble Immelman to jump in that. Is, is a good fit, but the reason why that, that I thought he would stay a little bit longer because Trevor's obligations to the President's Cup, mm. right? So that's a lot. So after this year, so I thought he'd give one or one or, or two more years in that booth. And I'm a I'm a Fado fan, man. I've had sure. a lot of experiences with him, and he's always been gracious and courteous. Even back in the day when you know he was still grinding, still playing full time, he he had nothing been nothing but great to me. So I was a little surprised that he did leave, but probably I, I want to say more. Surprised, but I, I'm going to miss him in the booth. I really thought he was one of those great guys. I met him out at Pebble Beach one time, and and again, he he is nothing nothing but but great to me. So that was a little surprise for me for the year. Nice. Uh, my biggest surprise, positive wise, was uh, that John Daly didn't win more tournaments. Did he play? I'm going to be quite honest with you. Did he yeah. play? He played. It was your, that was your surprise, or yeah. that was just your disappointment? No, that was my biggest surprise. I thought he would win more on the tour this okay. year. Thought he would play more. He's got the super beard. He can literally beat anybody he wants to with one arm. He just doesn't. I'm surprised he doesn't do it more. I'm surprised he didn't, they didn't offer him a live contract. Hasn't he fought some physical illness in the last couple of years? I think he's he weighs 450 pounds. I think he's oh. trying to shut himself down. Okay. He's still smoking heaters. Yep. He's still drinking, 14 you know, diet cokes and, oh, and all beer and beer. just it's just yep. everything. And just I, are you trying to put yourself in the shot? I don't know. Kind of looked that way almost since year two or three, though. Yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I think my biggest disappointment was is how well Live Golf appears to be working out for itself, and I know it's not sustainable. 
I know it's not going to be here for a long time. I just never dreamed that, and I guess I underestimated people's love of money, but and motivation with money. I just never thought some of the guys that uh, that are over there would would have gone. To be honest, yeah, there's a few shocks in that that joined, but um, I guess you know allegiance. I guess that's it's defined by your, you know, yourself. For each person, it's different. You know what allegiance means and loyalty, and it's just like in real in the real world, not just the golf world. But uh, I just. I don't see any of that, man. It's a little disappointing for humankind for me, to be honest with you, that there's not more loyalty and allegiance than there is. But, again, that's dictated by each person's thoughts on what that means and, and all that. So good for them, for whoever went and whoever wants to do that. You know, that's, I guess that's why it's there. But uh, that was clearly my biggest disappointment. Well, competition's healthy. I mean, as, as much as all of us are sort of not in on the live tour yeah competition's healthy and maybe what they've already done the response they've already had finding some money and making some changes will make it better for for me and you to sit at home and watch on saturday yeah. and sunday because there'll be more tournaments there'll be more top players in tournaments there'll be less top players m- missing cuts yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Th- that that for the for the viewing experience for for me selfishly and those at home listening Maybe it's going to be better for us. Yeah, I think I think there's any positive with the with the live series is they made PGA Tour make those changes right. that they were just kind of sitting on for a while. So if there's any positive, and, and again, if the LIV at this point, even though they lost in court, with all the media exposure and all the things that they're they're winning yeah. in, in this yeah, in winning. this in this marketing media battle, they didn't win in court, and I'm not sure if they're going to win in court, but. They're winning in terms of publicity and things like that. So, um, if they ever get a TV package, it's it's on. You know, I, I mean, it, for sure. And we talked about right before we jumped on the show is I heard an interesting conversation about potentially how LIV and the PGA Tour could could coexist, right? Yeah. So the PGA sure. Tour's hey is January to August, and they want to shut everything down before uh, NFL, which is smart. Um, and then maybe the LIV kind of takes over from September to the beginning of the year, September, October, November, December, and have those events. And you have them – so you're not competing with the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour schedule is changing, right? So they're not doing the wraparound season after this following year. And, you you know, you combine those events with the Australasian Tour, the DP World Tour, the the, the places there in warm weather climates, and you you make them LIV events. You know, so that was an interesting take that I heard. Uh, that I just wanted to share, and it, it there, that might have some legs, really, after after this uh, next season for the LIV. Back to the youth and the mobile gambling <coughs> too. You're, you've yeah. got 54 holes instead of 72. You've got music. You've got team events. You've got all kinds of stuff that appeal to that 18 to 32 yeah. year old age bracket that's that's carrying around a damn phone and can make a bet anytime they want. Yeah. And now these are different levels of bets. So you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, I don't really really care if it's the pga it's fun yeah they don't care something else for me to bet on i like watching these guys hit bombs the music behind it makes me horny that's good that's different than the normal stuffy pga right makes (laughs) makes them horny betters like betters like money they don't care where they bet they don't care where they put it you know and like you said in the spirit of competition the nfl became a much much better product after the afl all right the nba nba became a much much better product after the aba the NHL became a better product after the WHL in the 70s. I mean, it's it's good for all the other major sports. So, maybe it'll be good in the long run for the PGA. <clears throat> we'll see. That's what we have to say. So, Dan Issel and George Gervin. <laughs> Dan Issel and George Gervin. and George Gervin finger rolling. He okay, could finger roll. You mentioned missiles and fingering, so that's, I think that's finger the roll. Next show. I said my mother finger is watching roll. this show. Next show, please. Hello, Nancy Gerber. Welcome into the show. So, boys, that is the uh, 2021-2022 PGA Tour. The, uh, of course, the President's Cup is here, what, in two weeks? Two yep. weeks. Two weeks, and then the 2022 season or three season, four net, four net championship starts before. So, we got we got about two, we got two weeks before the first PGA Tour event. Uh, f- uh, four net championship in Silverado, uh, Northern yep. California. Then, then we have the um, – the President's Cup. So that's going to be an interesting right. President's Cup just with all the defectors. Plenty so. of action for those who are who are finding this show and, and enjoying what you're giving them as well, right? Love, plenty, 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 plenty of, for us to do. Plenty plenty for us to do. Yeah, we've got a lot to give you, and you're going to enjoy every inch. So <laughs> that's what this show does for you, all right? Um, so, yeah, that'll wrap up the show live from the DSP Media Podcast Studios here in glorious North Dallas. I am Indy Tim. That's John Gerber. That is Brady Tinker. 
We want to thank Colby Sapp for twisting and tweaking and keeping us in shape here. We'll do it all again next week from the rough. Until then, boys and girls, keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.